My name is uh, Pascal Hamlin, uh, President and CEO of Abcourt Mine. Uh, Abcourt Mine is a gold uh, development company based in Canada, uh, more specifically in Northwest Quebec. Uh, we 100% own a mill, um, the Sleeping Giant Mill, and we are currently uh, uh, advancing the Sleeping Giant project, which is directly underneath the mill. Uh, we just released a PEA uh, last week. Um, good to meet you. you. You released the PEA last week. Uh, when you came on and spoke to Matt, I think it was about six months ago, uh, you had just released a, 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 a new mineral resource for the Sleeping Giant Mine. Um, you also spoke about uh, starting a kind of an underground drilling program. So um, before we get into the, the, the PEA itself, do you want to just kind of bring viewers up to date with what you, uh, apart from the PEA, kind of other headlines for the last six months? We, we of course, we, we, uh, we released the, the technical report in January 2023. Uh, following that, we began the engineering work from that uh, resource estimate that we released in December. Uh, in the meantime, we continue the, to advance the geology on that deposit because let's keep in mind in December, 2022, it was a snapshot of the geology models that we are continuing to build on. So my geologists continue to, to work on the geology model, but the engineers used the snapshot of November, 2022. What was the resource like at that time so we're still we're still uh, we're still working on the 3d model there's over 800 structures on that deposit um it's um it's a it's a different deposit than the uh, the rest of the the region in quebec in quebec it's typically it's a quartz vein with uh, visible gold that's the type of vein that we have in quebec a lot uh in our case it's a it's a it's a sulfide mineral. We have sphalerite, chalcopyrite, and pyrite, and the gold is associated with that uh, with that sulfide ore. Um, I sorry, I should I'm supposed to say material. Ore is when you're yes. in production. <laughs> yes, ore is a, when you when you've gone through all of the modifying factors and you've got everything um, defined. Yeah, yeah, so you know, I'll, or... I'll still call it material, but it's the same mineralization. <laughs> So we're what so what's interesting with Sleeping Giant is we're dealing with branches of a tree. Uh, we're currently in the last 40 years that deposit, my predecessor were mining branches of a tree. Uh, we identify more branches, uh, 800 of them, but no one found the trunk yet. So we're still looking for the trunk. Uh, but in the short term, we're going to continue working with the branches because that's what's near surface uh, and, and within reach from our existing uh, drifts. Uh, we have, uh, oh geez, we have, the, the shaft is 1300 meter deep. We have uh, drifts every, every 60 meters. So it's as a lot of development done in that mine. Uh, it's all being kept dry. It's well maintained. So the next phase for us, since we released the PEA uh, last week, the next phase for us will be to, to continue the drilling and to advance the geology 
to lead us towards a pre-feasibility. Okay, good. Um, I will come on to the PEA, but you've, um, there's so many questions. Um, you talk about branches on a tree. Does that mean you're kind of thinking of kind of a, like a flower structure with, with the mineralization on structure, or um, is that stretching the analogy too far? It's, uh, it's, it's kind of a folding sheet uh, like this. Oh, sorry, like... I'm trying, and then it's plunging to the east. Okay. So it's, uh, it's a lot of mineralization. It's it's kind of a, um, an ellipse plunging to the east, and it starts swimming on surface. And you see all these structures to the north and to the south. So it's uh, it's uh, it's the complexity is there, but with the 3D model that we just built, uh, it helps you. It helps the geologists. Uh, be able to explain to the mining engineers where the veins are. You know, sometimes uh, historically in the past, the geo had the, the the vein in his head, but he was not able to explain it yeah. to the uh, to the engineers. What what was the kind of the the typical mining width? So you, are, you are, are these very narrow? I mean, I'm I'm interested with the kind of the mineralogy of the the chalcopyrite and the sphalerite and the pyrite. It, it, it's I'm. I mean, is it just on the structures, or is there, are there veins, or is it in a particular lithology? I mean, what controls it, it, the mineralization? Yeah, it's uh, it's within structures. Uh, the 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 vein, the typical vein width is between thirty centimeters up to two or three meters. So it's narrow vein mining method, sub vertical, um, but very very continuous. Like it's it, you're going to see the vein. It, the the fluid came in, injected, uh, went through the cracks and filled the gap, and and then suddenly you got you you got at a later stage you got fault that came in to displace the vein. So you're gonna follow the vein, and suddenly you're gonna have a displacement of maybe one or two meters, and then the vein continues. And have you employed kind of a bunch of structural geologists? Because this sounds as if it kind of needs a. Oh yeah, yeah, I have. That's what that's what the geologists are working on it right now. I've got uh, a former Red Lake guy working for me. He's based in Valdor, so that helps. Um, my my geology team—they're all structural engineers, uh, structural geologists from the camp. They're all regional people. Okay, and I I, um, I heard in your earlier interview talking about that the resource estimates beforehand were kind of done with, um, you know, hard copy on paper and polygonal estimates rather than using the the, the software. Now I'm not a uh, necessarily kind of a, bl a blind supporter of just using the the computer, just because it you can often lose touch of the actual geology and the the quite often those paper estimates were done by geologists who really knew the the ore body, but it might it must have made the process of getting transferring the geological knowledge from the head of the geologist into the computer model and then into the the PEA a little bit smoother. You got to do both in my in my head. You got to you got you got to make sure that the 3D model fits with the underground workings. That's like and and you don't and then you make sure because we have over 800 intercept like over 800 structures. You got to make sure that there's like even today we still have a lot of orphan intercept, like very good vein, like very good. Let's say 60, uh, 60 grams per ton over two meters, and it's an orphan intercept. It's not linked to anything because the geologists are not sure 
if it's going to be linked to the vein A or the vein B. And for the, so the, it will require the finishing drilling. And our PEA would put a cost of about $18 per ton just for the finishing drilling. That, that's uh, historically, the chief geologist that was there in the 90s worked for me and in, in between 2012 and 2016. And this guy told me this this mine requires like four or five underground drill rates. That's where you're going with the with the fifteen thousand meter underground drill program. And um, uh, I, I I know he was probably talking about production drilling, but you're talking about kind of resource conversion from inferred to exclusively to, um, conversion uh, uh, resource conversion. Yeah, um, because you've got uh, what is it? You've got one hundred seventy three thousand ounces in measured and indicated and you've got 248,000 ounces in inferred well as that snapshot was in December yeah and then and then off those those ounces uh 180 180 180,000 ounces made the PA yeah yeah so I saw that as so it was 100, 188 also is the distance let's see we got a, a vein we got a, a potential stope but it's 600 meters from the nearest opening uh, the development to get there will will kill the value of that zone, so we excluded those zones from the uh, PEA. Okay, so let's look at the PEA. The headline figures um, it came out with a, an NPV of five of fifty four million dollars and forty two million after tax, um, yeah. and forty two million dollars of capex to get started. That's correct, um, and it would produce. Uh, just over 180,000 ounces of gold over six years at a rate of about 30,000 ounces a year. That's correct. And the upside is uh, uh, just the, the fact that we're still touching the branches. So our goal uh, with that PA, the, the cash flow that will be generated from the, uh, from like we project $30 million of net cash flow from that mine. Uh, the GNA, like the corporate GNA, we're going to keep it lean. So the the um, the, uh, the majority of that that cash flow will be used to grow the company. My my basic position, and um, this is with the greatest respect, is that small small projects are a bit of a headache. You know, it feels. Um, I think the phrase I've used before is a is a hamster wheel. You, you're so busy replacing resources. Um, uh, you're so busy as a team running an operation, but it never really generates the free cash flow that enables a company to to kind of take that growth step. So it, it, it is the sleeping giant mine at risk of being one of those? Well, at the current metal price, I, I think there is there will be room, a lot of rooms, like our, our uh, operating margins will be close to $1,000 an ounce because we're a high-grade mine. Uh, keep that in mind. Historically... The mine for like 30 years, the head grade to the mill was 10.3 grams. In our PEA, we use 8.1. Right. See. So there is even a margin on the grade. And 8 grams is a very high grade deposit for, for Quebec. It's one of the highest grade. Actually, 10.3, like the historical grade, is the highest grade mine in, in Quebec. So... um. The, the, when you said that it could generate $30 million of um, free cash over the six-year life, that's $5 million a year. That's after... $30 million a year. 30 million, like 30,000 ounces times $1,000 free cash flow. 
Okay. Okay. Gotcha. So that's that's at current metal prices. Yeah, that's correct. At eighteen hundred US. Okay. Sorry, at eighteen hundred US. Yeah. That's um, all. Okay. Okay. Um, but at nineteen hundred US, it's more than that. Oh yeah, yeah. Like uh, the in the uh, in a technical report that will be released in July, uh, the reader will be able to see the 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 cash flow generated. Um, they, well, it's if it's thirty thousand ounces a year, if you use a hundred dollar more, it's going to be about ten uh, percent more. So another three million dollars of net cash flow. Remind me um, when when the mine actually stopped producing because it was quite recent, wasn't it? Yeah. The, well, the mill the mill stopped in August twenty twenty two. Yeah, because the mill was processing the material from another mine up until August twenty twenty two. The underground workings at Sleeping Giants stopped in 2014. Okay. Between 2014 and today, it's been on care maintenance. So the assets were kept uh, dry. Uh, you know, all the inspections, the, the electrical, mechanical. So the assets were maintained properly. And uh, the, the, the costs that were used in the PEA, were those just kind of... Um, benchmarked across from other operations in um in quebec or were there was did you have to do any special adaptation for uh sleeping giant we used uh we used the 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 efficiencies of the former sleeping giant from 2007 when it was operated by im gold so we used we used when the mine was uh uh was in good operation mode i would say but we used today's costs so the efficiencies of 2007, as far as, to, so we use actual efficiencies, not projection or, or wish list, you know, we use the actual uh, efficiency, but with today's dollars. Um, when you talk about efficiencies, you're talking about uh, the tons that you could produce in the day. Uh, you're talking about the exactly the number, the number of meters per day that a crew of two men will, will develop in a, in a lateral drift. Uh, as an example, then the raises, how many meters per day a, a crew of two men will uh, will will break. You know, we use the efficiencies from from the the 2000. The reason we picked enough explode uh, as an independent consultant to do the PEA is because the um, the engineers from enough explode used to work at Sleeping Giant uh, back in the right. 90s. Okay, so they know the operation very well. They know the efficiency of the operation. They know the 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 limitation. Also, you know, so you cannot expect to get uh, 900 tons a day from a deposit like Sleeping Giant. It never been, and I won't pretend. Like, of course, my goal is to find the trunk. So if I find, if I apply the same efficiencies to a, a six meter vein instead of a 1.5 meter vein. You know, you get way more tons, but I, I got to look for those six meter vein. So, and I'm suspecting they're adapt into the east. And when you run the, the, the mine at the scale that you have planned in the PEA, uh, what's the, the mill capacity? What's it running at? Is it running at 60% or 70%? 55 zero. So there's room, there's room for growth. Um, 
just with the existing infrastructure. So no additional capex. You can, if you, if you find wider uh, wider mineralization, you can expand your your uh, your throughput without uh, additional capex. The the shaft the shaft is able to handle fifteen hundred tons a day. The mill is able to handle seven fifty, and it's permitted for nine hundred. And you're envisioned and you're planning to produce at the rate of whatever that is thirty seven. 350. Yeah, that right now it's 350. Uh, the mill, the mill throughput, and the PA. So there's a lot of room for growth. And the the main constraint there is is the resource size to give you six years of production. Not not more. It's more the slope size. Okay. The uh, like it's the amount of material you can extract on a daily basis with the logistics. You know, um, I see too many too many projects. They state that they're gonna mine sixty stopes or hundred stopes a year. Yeah. Logistically, uh, you go. Uh, uh, let's say you go on your seven days off. You come back. You come back to work, and the mine is upside down. It's totally different than when you left. It takes you a few like and you you yourself and the entire crew comes in into a new workplace every day. It, it, it can't be. Uh, so. You, you gotta. That's the restriction. It's the fact that the changing environment. If it changed too often, the operators are. It's gonna increase the cost, lower the efficiency. Uh, I, I won't name projects, but I saw it many occasion in Canada where they say, "Oh, we will do." Uh, you know, it doesn't work. You gotta. So that's the limiting factor for. It's the stope size. If you if you're able to find a stope, let's say. Uh, 20, 30,000 tons. If you extract a uh, thousand tons a month, that's one stove per month. The operator is able to keep track. You know, they, they're able to stay focused. But if you tell them you're going to extract 10 stove per month, it's a, it's a stove every three days. Uh, um, <clears throat> really interesting. And um, in some ways, kind of an indicator of the growth of the operation let's say you get it up and running in a couple of years time um but the indicator of, of whether that operation is able to expand in production therefore hinges on uh, the underground drilling you know can you target areas where you're going to get uh the trunk as you call it or or six meters instead of one and a half meters if you can consistently intersect material of, kind of greater thickness that would give the investors a kind of an, a, a line of sight on a kind of a, a rising production rate. That's correct. Uh, it, they would see it coming. Like once we start intersecting larger structures, um, they'll see it coming. Uh, you're right. Um, our goal in the short term will be to get the mine running. So, of course, like my geo over, let's say, a, a budget of, let's say, in percentage. 80% of the budget will be on definition drilling, so converting existing inferred uh, resource into, um, yeah, we'll be on converting inferred into uh, indicated categories. And the 20%, you, you're going to let the geologist swing swing for home runs, you know? Yeah, yeah. So, so there will be there will be a budget for, the, a portion of the budget will be to find the trunks and find the, find the, find the tree. You know, have you started the fifteen thousand meters of drilling underground? No, no, no. the the contractor has been selected. Yeah. Um, we 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 had discussion with them. Uh, 
they typically have equipment for larger mines, like mechanized mine, you know, where you got scoops and jumbos and, and, and the drifts are like four meters by five meters. Um, this is not Sleeping Giant. Sleeping Giant is uh, three meters by three meters. So we need yep. smaller drill. So the contractor is modifying right now his drill rig to fit our drifts. Uh, the geologists are ready. The core shack is ready. So it's, I, I expect the, the drilling to start in July. Okay. And you're also, you're doing a $3 million capital raise at the moment. I think that was recently announced. You know, that's kind of, I'm looking to close that by the end of the month. That's correct. So we're, we're very busy on that phase right now. Okay. So you had, uh, you had $3 million, um, at the end of March, you're looking to raise another three, um, so you'll you'll come out with kind of between kind of probably around five million or something like that. And is that enough for you to do the fifteen thousand meters of drilling and the and take advance the project through the rest of the year? With the numbers I have right now, yes, yes. So there will there will be uh, sufficient to to get us to the pre fees. It's tough markets, huh? Sure, it is. It is. Uh, but you you you. I'm, we're fortunate to be able to sell gold. Like we have a mill, and there there is there there was mud on the floor that we collected. Uh, I'm still I I sold like I had a net earning in the last quarter because of that. Right. Um, I won't say I will have a net earning again this the this quarter, but it's coming uh, pretty good. So it we're helps. still we're still selling gold. So that's get that that's, get, that's get, the beauty of uh, being a, to have a mill. Yeah, get that jet washer out and kind of get in all the crevices and all the cracks. Uh, gold finds uh, finds every crack in your mill. <laughs> yeah, 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 absolutely. <laughs> Talking about money, I mean, we've got to look at the potential capex of this. You know, forty-two million dollars versus your market cap of twenty-one million dollars. Now, what are your thoughts about the, the general terrible capital markets situation and 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 how you might go about? Um, raising that money when it comes to it i mean obviously there are lots of steps beforehand but just already starting to conceptualize yeah so the the there will be debt and equity for sure um there's always appetite for uh goal sales so it that it all depends on the terms you know but uh, we'll be open and as you get closer to production there there will be more people lining up to uh to offer you a debt and 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 goal streams or goal sales or offtake agreement, but they're all lining up. When you have a pre feasibility, they're all there. Product streams as well as the gold. I mean, do you, will you be producing a con? Is, does the copper and the, the zinc go? Um, does that have any commercial value or not? No, not at the, the currently our mill is a, it's a, a carbon and leach, so it's. Um, we we pour dories, and the there we don't have a flotation circuit to recover the sod like the zinc and the copper. Uh, if we find if we find the trunk, I tell you, I'll I'll add a, a flotation circuit. Yeah, okay. to recover, I'll, I'll I'll do a con. But right now it's uh, because of the narrow vein, uh, it's it's more economical just to recover the gold and the and the none of the chat the copper mineralization um is cyanide consuming yeah you got to do your you're going to do your flotation before you had the cyanide in the circuit so the the yeah 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 the the cyanide circuit would be the reject of your con so you you produce a con and the flotation um 
just like Laurent, Laurent, uh, like uh, there's there's mill in the camp here that that like Laurent mine belonging to Nico Eagle. Uh, they uh, they have solid right. So they, they, they have a con and then they reject from the con. They, they send it to the cyanide circuit to recover the gold. But So my, my question was, is that the, the chalcopyrite and the sphalerite in Sleeping Giant doesn't affect the recovery of the gold in the CIL that you've got at the moment? No, 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 it doesn't affect it. Uh, the recovery, the, the historical recovery is over 96%. Okay. Of the gold. Yeah. That's, that's pretty damn good. Um, yeah. The key, the key for uh, for the sleeping giant mineralization, and like many deposit in Quebec, is you got to grind the, the 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 rock really fine. You got to grind it down to seventy four microns. Okay. Fortunately, we're on the power grid, so we have access to one of the cheapest electricity in the world. Uh, in Quebec, like uh, we're at five six cents Canadian per kilowatt hour. Yeah, and it's it's good, and it's, it's probably also hydropower as well. So, um, yeah, it's it, green it, energy. It, it, got all those eco credentials. You know, money's tight this year. Does that mean that it's just sleeping giant as the kind of front and center, and everything else is slightly on the back burner for for this year? See how it goes. See how the the balance sheet looks. Exactly, exactly. You got it. Uh, the focus is sleeping giant. I'll be doing a little bit of drilling at Discovery and Flop Day. Okay. But the bulk, the bulk of the 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 focus, the for the energy for Rapcourt is sleeping giant. Good. And um, what can investors look forward to in terms of kind of the news flow? What are you what are you planning to um, deliver over the course of the rest of the year? Drill results and uh, the pre-feasibility eventually. Okay. And when it comes to those drill results, really, again, just to emphasize the point, the 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 wider the intercept, the better it is for the company yeah oh yeah what i uh, what i check for is uh, the the metal factor so i take the width times the the the, the tonnage uh the tons per grade so the grade times the meters the the the, the intercept and if it's over 100 i get excited and um when when so 30 grams over three meters i get excited uh of course 100 grams over one meter i get excited uh 30 grams over uh 0.2 meters not too excited because <laughs> it gets diluted you know so i i look for the uh the metal factor of over 100 what's what's your uh remind me is it is it did you say a meter and a half was your minimum mining width that's correct the minimum mining width meter and a half um in this uh, pea we use two meters uh six feet so a little, I think 1.8 meters or 1.9, but it's two, uh, six feet, six feet wide. I, yeah, I'm so used to uh, the, the scientific world and the engineering world using um, uh, SI units, not um, Imperial. Okay, yeah, so, conventional, well, that's so that... Yeah, conventional miners, they're still, uh, in Canada, we're a little bit awkward. We take eight foot rounds, we, and if you go to a guy, you say, can you take a 2.4 meter round? He's going to look at you and say, it's like, <laughs> like, yeah, no, no, sorry. I can't do that. <laughs> and if you ask a Canadian how tall he is, he's going to tell you six foot two or six foot one. If you ask him how tall you are in meters, he will look at you. 
<laughs> unless unless he's a cyclist it's, it's the cyclists that know their um their, their their height and their weight in um centimeters and kilos good um pascal thank you very much good luck with the rest of the year and um i look forward to um, hearing your progress as you as you as you go through the year thank you my pleasure